Good evening, my brothers and sisters. It's kind of late. It's almost 11 o'clock, I know, and I apologize for coming on this late, but I haven't done one of these in a while. I haven't been on here in a while because I haven't been feeling well, but thanks be to God, I'm doing fine now. Tonight I'm coming to you, and hopefully everyone that would listen to me is the fact that we are at a time that is biblical. We are in biblical times. Many people wonder, well, what's going to happen happen to me if God judges me, right? Well, you know what? I've only been a born-again Christian and an evangelist now for about two years. And I can tell you that it's not an easy road, and it's not supposed to be, but it's not a very hard road to walk, the walk of faith. Matter of fact, in Romans 12, verses 1 through 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be, con but be transformed by the, new, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Basically is very simple. Very simple indeed. God is just telling us, hey, listen, if you really... And truly want to be one of God's soldiers and truly one of God's children and truly one of God's disciples, our lives have to be lived completely different than that of the world. And what I mean is that, let's face it, I know what it's like to be of the world. Your mouth is like a truck driver's mouth. You have a, how can I put this? You have a, you have a very, um, perverse mind, and we all do when we're of the world. You know, it's like, you know, going out to a bar and meeting a girl and taking her home and blah, 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 blah. You know, well, that's not of God. Okay? And we have to start thinking and feeling differently. Feeling, acting, being people of God. Now everyone always says, well, what do you mean? It's like, you know, God knows that we're not perfect. You know? He knows that we're not perfect. But a great way to get started in knowing Christ is by changing our lives. First of all, we have to repent for all the things that we've done that are morally wrong. And we have to stop obeying the laws of God, the Ten Commandments. Okay? Which tells us right off the bat. Okay? For us not to steal. For us 
to obey our fathers and mothers, for us to praise one God and one God only, and that's Jesus Christ, not to lie, not to commit adultery, And we just have to know that there are certain things that we cannot cross the line. Do not steal. Okay? Don't lie. So, my friends, we have to live different lives. We really do. We really, really have to change a lot of our ways. I know when I started down the road... Of being born again. Born again means you're baptized in the waters as an adult, not as a baby, but as an adult again. And you receive the Holy Spirit, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, many of you young people out there say, that's old fashioned. It's not old-fashioned because God is the same today, tomorrow, and every day after that for the rest of our lives. And a lot of times when we're in the world, we think that our lives are going to last forever. Well, you know, it's a nice thought to have, but our lives will last forever if we are in God. Mind, soul, and our hearts, totally in God, that we live a godly life. Now, I know nowadays, everything has become acceptable in life, you know? Abortion is acceptable. Having sex before marriage is acceptable. You know, all this kind of stuff. But no, it's not acceptable. Hey, listen, I was young once. And I was not a Christian. I was not a born-again Christian. So yeah, I mean, my first wife, yeah, we had sex before marriage. Okay? My second wife, same thing. So my friends, I just want you to know that God knows that we are, we're not perfect. But that's where repentance comes in. This is a time for repentance and a time for forgive for asking God for forgiveness of our sins. But when we repent, we have to make sure that we are truly, truly, truly repentant. It's in our hearts deep down in our souls and our mind, that we are repent of all the things that we did that are against God's laws. If God is going to have mercy on you when the judgment day, day comes, then you need to repent and ask for forgiveness. There's no other way around it. And the thing is, is that a lot of us say, I believe in God. Question is, do you really? 
You know, God has a way of testing our faith and testing our growth in our faith. You know, just like Peter, he dares us to come out of the boat and walk on water because that's exactly what Peter did. He saw Jesus Christ walking on water. He says, can I walk out too? And what did Jesus say? Yeah, come on, walk. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he never went under. But the minute he took his eyes off of Jesus, into the water he went. And that's what we call faith, is never taking our eyes off of what Jesus wants. We have to totally, totally keep our eyes on him. We have to live our lives according to his laws, according to his will. He is our father in heaven. So that's what God does. Sometimes he uh, sometimes he really takes us down to a situation in our life that we have a hard time understanding. All of a sudden things are going horrible. And what do we do? We cry for Jesus. God, please save me. Help me. Help me, God. Well, where were you all this time? That's what he basically looks at. Where have you been? All this time. You only now you call my name? Now you think about that. Because that, my friend, is fact. It's exactly what happens. People always ask me, since I became a born-again Christian, okay, is... How do we come to Christ? And is there really a heaven? People ask me, is there really a heaven and a hell? Oh, yes, there is. Believe me, there is. You know, when we wield to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. We're actually living according to the rules of the kingdom of heaven. And yes, there is both a kingdom of the world and a kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of the world is the world of Satan, doing Satan work, works. Not obeying God's rules, his laws. Not obeying anything that he writes. Not listening. Not believing. And you know, this has to change. Actually, if you go to Revelation chapter 11 through 15, you're going to see exactly what it says. There will be a turnover from Satan and all his cohorts back to God. Jesus is coming back. Make no doubt about that. And he's coming back to take the world back from Satan. And until then, my friends... We ought to operate in the Spirit of God and believe in Him completely. Now, when I say believe in Him completely, it means you have to put your trust in Him, okay? 
You have to put all your confidence in him. Okay? You have to do exactly what he wants you to do. Okay? I mean, in order to live and operate in the Spirit of God means you're living a godly life. Okay? You're living a godly life, and that's what's important here. And uh, if we don't live a godly life and believe in Christ, which is actually knowing Him and trusting Him completely, having a personal relationship with Jesus, that's what the important part is. It's hard to slip back into the things of the world. I mean, it's easy to slip back into the things of the world because we're not paying attention to the life we're living, if we're living a spiritual, godly life for God. So we have to keep that in mind. You know, we're taught and we're told to actually yield our members to God, which is our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, our body, flesh, and blood, and our spirit. As a Christian, or born again, and completely redeemed, because born again is completely redeemed. What means born again you get baptized in the waters and baptized by the Holy Spirit. When you're dunked in the water, you're dying with Christ on the cross. When you're taken out of the water, okay, you are resurrecting with Christ and you're a new person. That you're sorry for your sins. That you've repented for all your sins. And that, that you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. I can't emphasize enough that we are in biblical times right now and the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking and fast. You know how sometimes you do something and you you really feel bad. You just say, you know, I shouldn't have done that, you know? The soul our mind, okay? The soul controls our mind, our will, our emotions need to be transformed and renewed by the word of God. Which means we have to completely, completely change and not live by the world. You know, I've been teaching this message over and over and over and over and over again for people to understand that you need to be transformed and renewed by the Word of God. In Greek, the word psyche is the mind, will, and emotions of a man. And it is where we get the word psychology. Okay? 
And psychology is something of the world, not of God. God doesn't deal with psychology. Then you have your body, which is your flesh and blood. Okay, that's what stays here on earth when we die. It is our earth, our earth suit. The body needs to be told what to do and be presented as a living sacrifice unto God. Now people say, well, what do you mean? Well, it's very simple. It means surrendering to God's will. Completely turning our lives to God. Living our lives to God. Turning away against what we call ways of the world. Coming to Christ on his terms, not on ours. The thing that is so great about being born again, I've been through this, and I can tell you, when you become born again, you're going to feel the weight of the earth lifted off you. You really will. So as you can see that we have to present as our bodies as a living sacrifice unto God. When we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, it means that we deny ourselves. Our bodies are not our own, and they need to be disciplined. Which means not doing things that are morally wrong, okay, and spiritually wrong. Not to sin, not to steal, not to murder, okay? All these things. We need to really start to think about these things. Stop denying ourselves that, you know, the world's never going to end. Well, the world may not end, but I guarantee you there'll be some dramatic changes. But the world as we know it, this earth, it will stop existing. Sometimes I just don't know. You know, if we let our bodies control us, we're not disciplined. You know, you feel like you meet some girl somewhere and you feel like, hey, you know, I'll just take her home and, you know, we'll have a good time. Well, that's not living the world. That's, not, that's living in the world. That's not living our life for God. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and they were bought at a price. If you are absent from your body, you are present with the Lord. When you are absent from your body, you have no contact with earthly realm, with the old earthly realm, earthly realm on earth. You are a spirit being born again through the new birth, which is in Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean you go back in your mother's womb. No, it means you are reborn in Jesus. It means you've accept, accepted him as your Lord and Savior. You've repented for your sins. Okay? 
and that you want to live a godly life. You want to live a good life, an honest life. And many of us, well, we, we just don't get it until everything comes to a crash, and it does. And I'm living testimony to that. I thought I could do it without Christ for a long time. And I can tell you, I thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Well, guess what? God showed me I wasn't so tough after all. And that I really did need him. And now, I need him in my life more than ever. Every day. Every day, and I'm thankful that he's in my life. In my younger day, I was crazy. You know? It was booze and women. But I changed my life. I turned it around. Thanks to God. I didn't do it by myself. God was the one that helped me, that saved me. I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I gave up the things of the world. I started living by his commandments. And that's what I do every day. As Christians, we're supposed to take care of each other. Look out for each other. Try to be more understanding. Try to be more patient with people, more accepting with people. Many of us see a prostitute and we're ready to, how do you say? Say, yeah, she's trash. She doesn't deserve to live, okay? Drug addicts. You know, we say, yeah, it's going to be like that forever. Once you become a real Christian, our jobs is to help those people, pray for them, and bring them to Christ. That's what our job is supposed to be. And that's what we're supposed to be doing every day of our lives. So I can tell you that uh, when God selects you, And you give in, you surrender to him, that's when you start to really live a true life as a Christian. I want you to remember that. You know, I try to teach people that when we are born again, and people say, Well, I, I don't understand. When we get born again, the Holy Spirit makes us a new creature in Christ. When we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, you can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Matter of fact, if you go to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and read it there, you'll see. All of these are not words because I, I am a born-again Christian. And I thank God every day for his blessings on my life. I thank God every day for my salvation. 
I've repented for all the sins in my life. I've repented, and I've asked God to forgive me for all the wrong things I've done in my life. Matter of fact, once you become a born-again Christian, then you actually hear from God, then put it into action and have discernment. Discernment is to have a true spiritual understanding of someone. When we see something or we hear something in the Spirit of God because we're born again, we start to look at it differently. We start to understand it differently, not as of the world, but as a person of God, as a person who's renewed again and as a follower of Christ. So discernment, what it does is, it's like deciphering something in front of you, like you see something that's wrong or you see something happening quickly, our hearts and our minds connect spiritually and we're able to understand someone as to whether they're doing good or they're doing something bad. Because even if they are Christians and they do something bad, we need to know it by discerning it. And what discernment does is it puts you, it puts us in the perfect will of God. You are not to, uh, you're not to be conformed to the ways of this world, but be transformed. In other words, go across into the spirit, spiritual realm. This is what born again is all about. When it happened to me, things that I never, ever really truly understood about God and about the Bible and about the scriptures today, I have a real understanding. My mind was transformed because now my mind and my heart are together. And they communicate with each other spiritually. And that's what being transformed is. We start living a Christian life. We look at people differently. We stop judging people. We stop criticizing people just to hurt someone. So basically, it's, it's a renewing of our minds. When you renew your mind by the Word of God, by, the, by Scripture, by the Bible, then you have... How can I put this? You have a solid foundation or framework. I call it foundation. You have a solid, solid foundation that you can work with within your spirit. Your mind does not understand spiritual things. Unless you start to um, fill your mind with the Word of God into your understanding so that you can process it. 
If you are not transformed in your thinking, you will allow circumstances and people to control your life and the decisions you make. Your mind has to be framed so that it follows along and understands your spirit once you become born again. When your mind is transformed, and this is not like just a change, transformation is complete, you know? It's like a metamorphosis. Well, the transformation is like you really are transformed by the Spirit of God, and you start to notice things about you that will amaze you. You'll start to notice that you don't talk the way you talk. You'll start to notice that you don't react to people the way you used to react to. A lot of things will change. And you will notice them before anybody else does. <coughs> and believe me, I know. I've been there, I am there, and I'll continue to live in that spiritual world. When our minds are transformed, we're able to discern when something is of God. If you do not allow faith to arise and let the kingdom of God manifest through you, you will not yield to God. And yielding to God is not simply saying, I yield. Your mind has to, your mind has to be operating on all spiritual things together. Your mind and your heart and your spirit have to be operating the same way, spiritually, in spiritual things. And that's something that... Uh, how can I put this? I should say that it's not something that um, that will generally do it on its own. If you allow your mind to be renewed by the Word of God, meditate on His Word and understand His character, His character through His words, you will yield. So, in other words. What this is really saying is that once you start really following Christ, you will feel a complete transformation in your mind, in your soul, altogether. You'll start operating through the Spirit of God and doing the right things and not the wrong things. You know, God does have incredible plans for us to prosper and have a good and expected end. Believe me. 
So for now, my friends, I'm going to bid good night. May the good Lord bless you. And the good Lord anoint you with the Holy Spirit and cover you with the blood of the cross. And may the good Lord forgive you and help transform you into one of his own. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Good night. God bless.